Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this? Hi, I'm Eric. And I'm Lauren. And you're listening to Podcast Podcast. The podcast that talks about how great podcasts are. How self-obsessed. Absolutely nothing. Wow. Yep. Apparently you think recording a podcast with one of your good pals is nothing. Well, there's a little something special <laughs> going on today. Is I it mean, your dinosaur dress? Well, that's on the list of special things about today. <laughs> but do you remember, I don't know if you might have forgotten, we had yeah. a lady named Patty Jenkins nope, not familiar. on the podcast. I don't know. I don't know like is. She's like my best friend. Was she it was in my podcast? wedding. Yeah, I'm not whatever. sure what you're talking about. You grew up with her. Whatever. Patricia? Okay. Yeah. Uh, some, you could call her that. <laughs> We have her sister here, <gasps> Jenny Jane Jenkins, is here. Now, she is a vet, so her name is Dr. Jenny. But, and my Monty, the intern, believes that she has made up this conference to come to New York just to <laughs> meet him. him. Yeah. yeah, but like, apparently there's like a conference that she's here in town for, and she's listened to the podcast, so we wanted to bring her on. So, hey guys, Hi, happy Jenny. to be here for Monty's, yeah, yes. conference. It's true. It's on yeah. the line. Okay. Well, we're looking into it currently, but, um. You're also nice because it was like, you're here for the conference. We're so excited to hang out with you. Podcast with us. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's the only thing we have in our lives. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So yeah, it's all we've got. see the on. magic happen. This yeah. is very exciting. Yeah. Well, so far you're nailing it. You so are. Keep and up the good You work. brought us a clip, which I'm so excited to get to later on. Very good. I'm yeah. excited Because you are, in, in addition to being a fan of our podcast, which like, who isn't? Um, you love a lot of podcasts. It's really true. It's true. I'm an actual listener and an actual <gasps> podcast enthusiast. Oh, so it's really perfect. Pretty rare. You're a demographic. This is cool. So I'm sure you've heard us say in the show notes to like tell a friend. So you seem like the perfect person to tell a friend about our show. Yeah. Yeah. I need to, I need to work on my marketing. Yeah, exactly. But I make my husband listen. <laughs> so. That's a friend. That counts. Eric's you fan. could also just lie and be like, all of Colorado is oh, buzzing that's right. about I'm it. I'm working yeah. on your Western branch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're the best. And we're so glad you're on. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, um, what are our show notes? Rate us on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Preferably, like, favorably. Right, please. Yeah. Um, or, you know, tell a friend. Just tell one person. That's all we ask. And and you can be like that guy who rated us five stars and had some notes. That's right. fine. That's, as long as you got those five stars going. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, call the big listen. 202-885-POD1. Or, or email biglisten at wamu.org. Just do it. Tell them you love us. <laughs> This is my new favorite segment. Oh my gosh, I love that you love this segment because I, I was kind of joking when I started it. <laughs> no, now it's a thing. Okay, so this segment is called Joshing Around and it's basically my friend Josh is going to be spending a lot of time driving across Pennsylvania back yep, and forth. For a long distance relationship. So this this segment is dedicated to him. We just want to give him a little something to think about yeah, on that long drive. Something to noodle on and yeah. both Lauren and I are going to suggest topics for Joshing Around that he can noodle on and then he's going to, in theory... Let us know which was a better thing to think about while driving. Right. And I'm pretty sure I lost last time, but we'll confirm with well, Josh. Well, he didn't say, so who yeah. knows, really? All right. Who will ever know? There's no way to find out. What's your Josh and Ron topic? Um, I just think <laughs> that it's about a six-hour drive. So I want, Josh, I want you to think about a big fight that you had with someone. Ooh. And then in your head, write them a long letter belaboring the fact that you were right <laughs> and they were wrong. <laughs> Have fun with that. Six hours? I could do 12 on that Well, subject. but both ways. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. Yep. Is it really six hours across Pennsylvania? It used to take me six hours from Cleveland to get to that's Gettysburg. A, sure, so maybe like 
Mm -hmm. a tiny bit less. It's enough time to write a letter about this. At least. It's also enough time to think about the perfect Christmas stocking. Ooh, this is a fun one. Yeah, so Christmas has come early in my household, partly because we sort of didn't have time last year to like do as much of the decorations and stuff. So I already put up Christmas lights. We're like <gasps> getting ready to do decorations. Why are it's a whole thing. This? Oh my gosh. Also, why side we? note, I found this plug where you can um, sync it to your app. Like, like you plug this little thing in, you sync it to an app on your phone, and then you can turn your Christmas lights on from anywhere. Oh my gosh. So, like, you're walking home and you're like, those suckers had better be on when I get home. You know home. who really could have used that? Like, what, who? Kevin in Home Alone. <laughs> That's to so trick true. the robbers. That's oh, so true. Technology would, they should remake Home Alone in modern times. They really and, like, should. It it's going to be like Tavi Gel- Gavinson. How oh do you say God. her name? Tavi Gavinson. Yeah, she's yeah. going to be, she's going to be like Kevin. It's going to be super she's like techie. She's 24 now, but sure. I'm sure she's available. <laughs> they always do that, though, in Hollywood, where That's it's true. like, I'm in high school and you're like, you're 34. Right. Actually, Tavi's perfect. Yeah, she's perfect, yeah. Kevin. Okay, so um, I want Josh to um, think about what would make up his perfect Christmas stocking. I like this. Are there socks? Are there hand warmers? Oh Are gosh. there Tic Tacs? Socks pens? and socks. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> this is fun. Can I do this one too? Yeah, or you am can. I not a, okay. You can. Okay, yeah. thank mm-hmm. you. You can, you can do, do mine. do it while you're falling asleep. You can do mine. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, and Jenny, you can do both. Yeah. You can just send all the stockings to me and I'll judge. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. We, we should do that. We should yes. actually make then them you once actually we think have about to make them. Yes. Oh, I, I like, love this I idea. Like this. Joshing around in real time. IRL. Um, wait, I also have a coat update. Oh, good. Because I saw coat update in the notes and I was like, did I, <laughs> did write, I write that? that? <laughs> because I don't have an update. But go on. Um, last week, your segment segment was coats. Mm-hmm. Inclusive of finding things in a winter coat the first time you put them on for the season. <laughs> So fun. So this happened, you did that last week, and then this happened to me this very morning. No. In my coat, winter coat, was one, a nickel. <gasps> what? Why did I even have it? Like, people are always like, I found a $20 bill. Yeah. Like, a nickel. I'll take it you if you don't it. want it's, it. Okay. Coins are garbage to me. They're like rocks. I can't. <laughs> and I, it's not like because I'm rich. I just, like, think they're garbage. Okay. Um, <laughs> two was a, an, a ticket envelope from, like, a... A Broadway show like a little mm-hmm. like the envelope the tickets come in when they hand it to you from the box office right. no tickets in it oh okay. I don't know Sad. what it was for were you like did you see the envelope and you're like maybe there's a 20 in here <laughs> well I was hoping it would be like a ticket stub or something so I could remember what the show so was far, this has been disappointing I know it's not that exciting and then three was a receipt for again a, an undisclosed item oh, it just had the I'm sorry the this is a bit of a bummer I was hoping for like some chapstick or something oh man you know chapstick would have been money would you have applied the chapstick though if you found it one year later yes oh hell yeah oh, does course. chapstick expire no SPF probably does but yeah maybe it's winter yeah. No, yeah. I just do the bird's piece. Oh, I have call a, me too. I have a Peppermint Bath and Body Works chapstick Ooh. from 1997. So that you still use? Yeah. Okay. Well, I You're don't. Good. I don't agree with that. Her lips are bleeding right now. <laughs> <laughs> what you guys can't see is <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> smiling. Um, <laughs> okay, that's that's now. my coats update. Wow, I, I'm sorry. I feel like we had different experiences. I was thrilled. No, I don't know what you're sorry I, for. I was I, so excited. Wait, can I give you a tip, though? Yeah. For next year, maybe like plant something like That's a surprise true. for yourself. <gasps> like a little it. kitten or something. <gasps> maybe maybe you could plant something in Alan's. He doesn't listen <gasps> to this podcast, That's so he won't That's a great idea. Know. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think he's uh, cracked open his winter coat yet. And oh, and like read him a little note <gasps> that says like, I know what you did last summer. <laughs> and yeah. then just like a nickel. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Oh my God. I'm so glad That's he doesn't card a nickel <laughs> yeah just and that's gonna be my um christmas stocking too just like six nickels <laughs> okay. um, i love it 
I love it. That's such such a good update for everyone. Um, I just wanted to check in real quick. Are you still continuing to explore your outside artistic <gasps> endeavors? Because oh we talked about this before. That was also my segment segment a few episodes back, right? Yeah. It's like passion and like you you two were inspiring me. Well, I'm glad you asked in. because I have a group that I do called Stitch and Bitch. And it's where you go and you like crochet or knit and like drink wine and in theory, bitch, but we don't really complain. We just like catch up. Um, and I've always been a, a crocheter. No, this is so boring. No one cares at this point. Yeah, no, anyway, I'm not interested. I learned how to knit and I'm, I'm, I want to make, I want to do a knitting project. So yes, I'm definitely. I love it. So you're you can knit some stockings. <gasps> I should knit some stockings. No way. That's, that feels advanced. I got to start with a scarf. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely scarves and like baby scarves. Yeah, and then work your way baby up. Baby scarves. My mom's taking a knitting class and oh, she's she making is. some amazing things. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh my god. Looks like we have can some come on down and give you some lessons. Or I, I, like should, we have I some competition. Okay. Or th- that a competition. Jenny's mom and Patty's mom have been same the mom. Same mom. <laughs> yeah. um, she is so I'll wonderful, and I just love the notion of your retired parent figuring out how to knit. There you was know. a that's so sweet. Uh, big cardboard box on our front door the other day and i was like what is this it was mrs jenkins gave us a bag a box of treats because like to thank us for having jenny over and i was like (laughs) wait i should give you a box of treats like i want jenny made me feel like a bit of a burden but she loves you guys so much so she's just excited well no but it's such a it reminds me of like it's like a ohio mom like it made me feel at home it was like the sweetest (laughs) it brought me so much joy that's really sweet we love her well, good. I'm glad to hear you're taking steps for your artistic endeavors. Thanks for checking yeah. in on that. Sounds good. Should we jump into our podcast challenge? Yeah. Ah, this is the uh, segment where we, Lauren and I challenge each other to listen to something, um, either an episode or a podcast that we're excited about, something we haven't listened to and think the other one might like. So uh, last week... I challenged Lauren to listen to Sincerely X, which is a podcast from TED, like TED Talks or TEDx. Um, And it's a a podcast all about anonymous stories, stories that have to be anonymous either because they're sort of condemning to the teller or because there is some sort of like sensitive information. So what did you think? You And I gave you a few episodes to pick from and you picked the one titled Rural Woman. Mm -hmm. Give it. I have a lot. (laughs) I'm so nervous. Okay. So rural, rural Woman was about a woman talking about what is wrong and kind of like behind in her small hometown. You listened to it also, right? I haven't listened oh, to okay, it. Oh, okay. So I'm telling you. So, but her complaint is about her small town. It's kind of just like women stay home instead of getting jobs. And like, uh, I guess it might be surprising to like city folk, but like I... City folk? I, <laughs> I have family from Western Pennsylvania and I'm from Ohio and yeah. family in South Carolina. It doesn't surprise me that there's small towns where women don't have jobs and like there's companies without women and present like Donald Trump is our president nothing surprises me ever no, anymore it's not a bad point no surprises sure so she was kind of giving this confessional like I don't want to like hurt anyone's feelings but it's a little behind in my hometown and I was thinking like the surprising thing to me was that she felt like she had to be anonymous admitting this because it seems yeah. so obvious to me like who and you know the podcast is um at the beginning first of all I love the idea of this podcast but this story I was kind of like am I missing something like, <laughs> like where's why the is this anonymous? Like, we yeah. all are on board with you yes and also like um, in the podcast, they say, um, please suspend your judgment on these people, which sounds really intriguing. Like, ooh, what are you going to say that you like? Yeah. What do you do? You know, like, are you going to admit that you like 
mold your poop into race cars. <laughs> like, give me something <laughs> funny, you know? But it's like, then you, I didn't have to suspend judgment. And I have a feeling that most people listening to this podcast are kind of like not having to suspend judgment to yeah. listen to a woman say that. But it was actually just interesting that she felt like she had to do that. Well, did they mean suspend judgment on like the folks she was talking about, like on, on her rural town maybe, that was maybe a little outdated I, with gender norms? Maybe that's it. I don't know. I just, the whole thing I was... I, when it was over, I was like, oh, that was it? Because <laughs> maybe there was a specific story she could have told or yeah, like, and an then I, I listened to a bunch of these because I was like, okay, you know, sorry, I don't mean to diss it because no. I enjoyed the experience. I would not have listened to all these if yeah. I was not enjoying it. But you know when you're like looking for like a card at Dwayne Reed and they're all like not very funny and you're like, no, no, no one more. I'm going to read <laughs> one more. This is going to be the one. This has a funny dog on it. That's so, so it was like, funny. Pepper spray, pepper spray. It's a funny title. This is going to be it. And it was always kind of like, that was it? Like what? Yeah. I had the same I listened to the one about the doctor that um perhaps murdered her patient but when the when you got into the story you're like it's not really her fault the patient chose to leave you know I felt the same way I was like looking for more of a oh, oh this girl's in trouble like you know she needs to be x but she didn't need to be an x yeah it oh was kind of like re- this was, is all reasonable I'm sure this happens every day is yeah. how I felt I'm yeah, kind of relieved to hear you say that because I was thinking like I must have been and I the doctor one I actually thought was um one of the better ones because it is kind of uh, alarming to hear a doctor go sometimes you don't care enough like and your patients yeah. might die Fair, you, know? you shouldn't say that yeah but, yeah but then again dr jenny you know is has lives in her hands every day but that's mine are true. fuzzy <laughs> also More important much easier to love than humans yeah, yeah. that's true yeah. easier to care about the fuzzy ones yes, that's true wait remind me i know that at one point you were doing like larger animals like livestock is that true wild i just in wildlife yeah wildlife that's okay so, so cool. what what kind of animals do you practice on now um well um some exotics yeah. but primarily cats and dogs like domestic yeah primarily yeah, yeah. just your pets yeah that's mm-hmm. so cool. That's well, really cool. I'm going to take pets. a brief second to say that Dr. Jenny saved Monty, the intern's life. That's true. Because. It's not true. No, that no is it true. is. It really is. Because Justin and I were having dinner and Monty was like, he's such a nice cat. He's never hissed. And he was hissing at his asshole. He was like sitting on the floor, <laughs> looking at his butt and hissing. And we were like <laughs> laughing at him. And after a while, I emailed Jenny or I called Jenny and I was like, by the way, is this weird and Jenny was like oh my god yes like this isn't funny like you need to take him to the emergency room and I, he it's a long story but he would have died if I hadn't have taken him to the emergency room so seriously Jenny saved Monty's life so and Monty the the whole time that Monty knew Jenny was coming he was like <laughs> planning booby traps around the house and I was like don't plan booby traps for Dr. Jenny she saved your life Monty is like really generally salty about people it's like not specific to Dr. Jenny he, he plants booby traps for everyone it's true it's yeah. true he never gets anyone's names right he's just like cat yeah. yeah that's yeah. standard that's why i love them so much <laughs> it's true i just don't care about you and that's if it the were best easier part. it wouldn't yeah. be as fun <laughs> you gotta earn that yeah that cuddle. <laughs> it's true but i felt like this story and all the ones i listened to like scratched a surface yeah like there might have been something a little bit deeper the, the the rural woman one there wasn't even really a specific story like there weren't wasn't a character really like um and i don't think any of them did like a deep dive but i think it's a really interesting idea and um Maybe that means I just want more because I like it. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully but, um, they'll go deeper in future episodes. Yeah. I really like the idea. Um, maybe my expectations were just way too high too. Like maybe their marketing for it is wrong. Like maybe mm. it shouldn't be like, this is going to shock your pants off. Yeah. It's like, no, no, it's not going to shock your pants off. Like it's like a story, you know. Yeah. An interesting yeah. perspective. Yeah. But it's fun to listen to. I mean, 
I listened to a bunch. So you could li- literally binge and enjoy yourself. Yeah, and that's awesome. So um, thank you. I enjoyed that experience. It was a good one. Good. And it's boring when you don't have anything to say. And I had a lot of that's thoughts. That's so true. You had so, a lot of. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to keep on listening. Good. Now, are you ready for yours? I'm so ready. Okay. Um, I had a different <laughs> one planned, which I will save for later. But Ooh. I was thinking about, I know that both of you like Pod Save America and Pod Save the People. Uh-huh. Very much so. Fans and Love It or Leave It. Oh, the best. So good. Um, which we've had on this podcast. And I'm going to challenge you to one. I feel like there's a chance you've listened to it because it's tr- not new and it's in your real house, but I want everyone to listen to it. Uh huh. Have you heard of fake the nation? I have heard of it. I'm trying to remember if I've listened to it. I don't think I have. Well, I think it's a lot like love it or leave it. Uh huh. So it's hosted by Negan Farsad and it's a comedy show about politics, but without the politics about politics. And every <laughs> week she has like a cast of, it's like funny panels, kind of like love it or leave it. Yeah. Um, with guests like, I don't know, Baratunde Thurston and Maeve Higgins and Greg Proops and Mike Kaplan, uh, Laurie Kilmartin, like famous comedians come on yep. and go through a gamut of the new politics. It's really, really funny. Um, it, it, and it reminds me of Love It or Leave It. The guests are just like a tier below. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's, so when you're done with Love It or Leave It and you're like, I want more, like listen to Fake the Nation. Yes. So amazing. I, Do you have an um, episode that you want me to listen no, to or I just go just for it? Pick one and maybe just the newest one because yeah. I don't know if you agree with this, but with love it or leave it and a lot of the, if you listen, wait too long, it's like, this is old. True. The, it's true. You want to, yeah, it to be relevant. And the news changes so much these days. You yeah. have to stay on top of it. Yeah. So both of you listen to fake the nation. Jenny, you fly back when you've listened to it. <laughs> I accept this yeah. challenge. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I send you a note. No, you have to email us a note and tell us. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I'm excited about that one. Okay. All right, Lauren, uh, can you give us a word from our sponsor this week? Yes. This episode is brought to us by chef steps. I love working out you guys, but sometimes it can get so boring. Step on this, climb that, beat the shit out of this punching bag. God, <laughs> That's why Chef Steps has developed a workout that uses the moves of chefs and really gets your heart a racing. Stir that pancake mix, knead that dough, chop those radishes. I'm sweating just thinking about it. Just go to chefsteps.com, make sure you're in the kitchen, and click on a video that appeals to you. Maybe it's what you're hungry for. The lasagna workout, the tiramisu workout, the banana bread workout. These workouts not only encourage you to beat those eggs, whisk those egg whites, peel those shallots, they teach you neato chicken t- kitchen techniques and the results. Oh my goodness. Your arms will be ripped in no time and you will have a delicious pan of chili casserole. And I don't know a lot about working out, but it looks like you'll burn like tens of calories doing these moves. And the chili casserole is like 4,000 calories if you eat the whole thing. So moderation, you guys. Wait, wait these are, uh, uh, this just in, these are cooking videos. <laughs> but I mean, they look like a workout too. Like, I think they could be a workout. Um, the peanut butter thumbprint cookie recipe looks exhausting. So get your workout in and learn how to cook all at once with Cook Steps. It's way more fun than Step Up Class, and you'll end up with a delicious treat. And if you enter podcast podcast uh, discount code, they'll send you a workout apron, which is just an apron. <laughs> but you can totally do the Ch- Chef Steps workout in it, and you don't even have to wear other clothes underneath. So thanks, Chef Steps. It sounds delicious and exhausting. 
I will say the lasagna one, mm-hmm. it's not for beginners. Right. Uh, I did make that mistake, and um, I'll but be you, starting with something simpler next time. But you look time. ripped. <gasps> so, Thank you. Yeah, it oh worked. Gosh. The results are crazy, my right? My delts. Yeah. Are looking... Your gams? I never know where your gams are, and I don't want to. Gams? I think... What are gams? I don't Isn't that like Shh, an old-fashioned term for legs? It sounds like sweet potatoes. <laughs> it does. Yes. Oh my Get gosh. it together. Well, thanks, Chef Stubbs. Thank you to our sponsor, Let's jump into clip one. Let's do it. Okay. I have been so excited about this podcast. Um, The Guilty Feminist. Have you ever heard of it? I had heard of it. I've not listened though. I've been listening every week and I've been trying to think of a way to bring it onto the podcast. So I'm excited this time. I love those ones. I love when you have a podcast that you're like loyal to and you're like trying to find just the right like way to get it in. And also it's like I've been testing it. Like it's like I've been listening for a while. So this is not a mistake. Yes. This is legit. Yes. (laughs) Um, it's hosted by Deborah Francis White and she and her special guests discuss topics, um, that all 21st century feminists agree on while confessing their insecurities, hypocrisies, and fears that underlie their lofty principles. Um, this episode number 65 is about feminism and faith. And Deborah has invited three feminists, a trans woman, a Muslim, and a reverend to see how they're able to consider themselves religious people while also keeping their feminist card. And the show was kind of like a magazine. It's like a live format with like dependable, hilarious segments. And in this clip, they talk about Paul. Now, I don't know if everyone, I was a religion major and I feel like Eric knows, he's nodding. I grew up sister Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Paul from the Bible. But in case you missed it, Paul is the man who spread Christianity by traveling throughout the world and writing letters. His letters are in the, the, the Christian Bible. So he wrote letters to new Christians explaining to Jews and people following the Torah, like the new religion of Jesus. Like he, he would travel the world and say, this is Jesus's new religion. Come on board. Um, but I've always struggled with Paul. Um, and I never had a really good explanation for why because a lot of the things that he said were still really backwards like he's mm. still um i almost thought he was on drugs because a lot of the <laughs> stuff that he said makes no sense it's n- not in line with jesus's message at all jesus came and said love each other yeah and paul had all these extra things and it's like i i never had a good answer for paul do you how do you how did you feel about paul yeah i know what you mean i mean i, I guess i was always taught that paul was the one that sort of like was spreading the idea that like the old Testament is not, that's not our rule back, but that's not our rule book anymore. Like what Jesus is saying is the bigger thing. So I guess I don't know as much detail of like what exactly he was saying. Jesus's message was just sort of like that broad vision. Yeah. He just had his own interpretations, like revelations, you know, like a lot of the writing that he wrote Oh, is his, not what Jesus said. He his revelations. And a lot of Christians yeah. today take Paul's message and say, Jesus said this. And they don't know. Jesus did not say that. That was Paul. Okay. So Paul yeah. gets a lot. Paul kind of screwed things up, like muddled the waters a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Interesting. So thanks, Paul, for spreading Christianity. But like, what? Anyway, Come let's, on, listen, let's listen to them talk about Paul. When Jesus comes and says, hey, just love each other, and he's really nice to women, and he basically says, love God, love your neighbor, that's it. And Paul, I think, was the great marketing man of Christianity, because Peter said, yeah, let's just stay home, and this is just for Jewish people. And Paul went, I reckon we could sell this. 
I reckon we could take this out. And he was the marketing guy and he got on a boat and he went out. He basically created his own internet. And everywhere he arrived, he converted and really took it out there. Without Paul, Christianity, I don't, I mean, I, mm. with no, no disrespect, right. we wouldn't have mm. Christianity because when the Romans came and destroyed Jerusalem, Christianity would have gone down with it. But because Paul had taken it around the world, it survived. But Paul was exactly that guy who went, um, so yeah, Jesus, never met Jesus, never met the guy. Young, up and coming, very ambitious, couldn't get on quite how he wanted to get on. And basically saw, I think, this young breakaway group and went, I reckon I could run this. This is just my theory. <laughs> Kate is now going to correct and me. And then but... sexism sells. Yeah. yeah. And then he started going, oh, yeah, everything Jesus said, plus no gays. What? <laughs> no, no gays. What? Jesus never said that. No, he did. But you weren't, you weren't, you weren't here. He, d- he definitely never said it. No, I saw him Where? Uh, I went to Damascus. When? The other day. What? He's been dead for ages. I had a vision. Scales fell from my eyes, blah, 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 yada, 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 cut to the end. Uh, he said no gays. What? Yeah, and by the way, women don't speak. Women, women don't speak. No, no, that's the old, that was the old law. No, Jesus came to free us from that. Definitely. That's, that means he was very clear on that. No, he's changed it back. <laughs> Good explanation, right? Kind of. so funny. That is a good explanation. Um, he's a marketing I, man. I feel like we need a whole Bible that is interpreted sort of in this modern yeah. way. Yeah. Do you know really? what I mean? Very no, that's a very good point because this was the... F- I studied religion for years and this was the first time I was like, oh, that's oh, right. what Paul was doing. Right. He wasn't on drugs. He was actually... Because like, you hear like he spread the word throughout the land and you're right. like, okay, but you don't sort of realize like... Paul was actually the one that made this mainstream and like really broadened this outside where folks thought it could be. Yeah. And and later in the clip, they actually do a good job describing um, how it's possible that Paul's message had to be so different. Yeah. Because, you know, Paul was walking around to these like people that followed the Torah and it was so extreme. And Jesus's message was so different and yeah. so extreme and so on its head that if he had gone into these towns and been like, this is what Jesus said, they would have been like, no way. That's too crazy. Yeah. So Paul might've, it might've been good that Paul came in with kind of like a middle ground. Um, so that people weren't just like slamming the door in his face. Um, that's and so interesting. The other thing that everyone always talks about is that we only get half of the conversation with Paul's letters. Mm. We're only reading what he wrote to the people. We're not hearing what they were saying or what they were doing. And that's yeah. always fascinating. Yeah. Me. And I had a religion professor in college who said, it's kind of like he went to his, uh, kinder, he had a daughter in kindergarten and he went to like kindergarten day, like parent day. And he's sitting there in the classroom and there's all these rules on the wall and it's like, don't spit each other, don't push each other, don't pee your pants. And he's like, (laughs) when you see these rules on the wall, you can tell up someone was peeing their pants, someone was biting each other. You learn from the, the, the laws on the wall what people were doing. So when we read the Bible and we say like, don't fuck sheep. Yeah. Okay. Someone was fucking cheap. You know what I mean? Like you learn, that's what you learn. Like you get, it's not the law. You're getting a sense of what the climate was during the time. Right. Well, and, and that's a good point because when the stuff in the Bible says like, you should not lie with the man, like as you lie with a woman, that was because like soldiers would come to people's homes and say like, knock on the door the man, you know, the father would come to the door and they'd be like, you have to give us your daughter to have sex with. And they'd be like, no, you can't have my daughter. They're like, all right, well then give us your son. Cause like we want to have sex. Right. So like, it was actually responding to like rape. Yes. <laughs> like these soldiers who were coming and like raping 
like the young people of the household. So yeah, again, it's like you, you, you have to understand the cultural context to understand what is being written. Right. And you know, it's hard to understand the context. There's a lot of context. It's very difficult. You'd have to study the Bible for years to understand the context. So and study history and right. study. Yeah. But you can skip though those steps by just listening to Jesus's message. <laughs> no, Jesus's message was just love each other. Yeah. So let's simplify it. Just listen to Jesus, love each other. Bam. Oh my God! Boom, calzone. You're done. Love each other. Boom, calzone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, I think Jesus said that, didn't he? He said, "And go was, unto the boom, calzone." John one fourteen. <laughs> yes. Well, thanks for listening, and I hope you guys continue to listen to the Guilty Feminist. It's, yeah, it's a riot. That was a good one. Um, um, our second clip comes to us from our bodacious guest. Realize I was next. Yes. 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 So, Are you ready? Well, I think mine kind of falls into the same category as um, the guilty feminist, in that I feel like I've been listening to this one for years. But then when I was thinking about a clip, I was like, oh, what's the right one to choose? <laughs> but um, it's the Dirtbag Diaries, um, produced by Fitzgahal and Becca Cahal, his wife, and Jen Alshul. And they do a good job of um, having a different kinds of segments. Um, so they'll have, you know, like shorter segments where people can write in their own essays or their own stories mm. and then they'll put, publish those and then they'll have longer formats where it's more of like an um, interview narrations type scenario. Yeah, and they're all cool. um, different topics. They, they kind of create like a campfire story feel. So it's pretty relaxed. But um, And dirtbagging means like, camping like is that the sense that I got but maybe I don't know well no I think yes I think it can apply to like um you're living in a way that you're trying to not be caught up by like attaining material goods so you can live maybe more freely if you're not in the pursuit of obtaining objects right because then you can focus your energy or your thoughts or your time on something else that you're more passionate about um, a experiences lot yes, experiences or, yeah, and a lot yeah. of these are geared at like outdoor experiences so climbing takes a major theme in this podcast but there's a whole range of things whether it's just riding your bike outdoors or taking your dog for a walk there's a bunch of different ways it applies I love it because this was not on my radar at all yeah and I love like I always I'm like I've heard everything and I had never heard this before so well, perfect. Should I introduce the clip then? Yes. Okay. Um, because this clip, it's actually called the Modern Dirt Bag, and um, Matt Van Bean interviews climbers, um, from all ages and backgrounds and nationalities in this segment or in this feature from Yosemite's famed Camp Four, where um a lot of like climbing history happened back in the sixties and seventies. So, oh, interesting. He, yeah, it's got it's like steeped in climbing history. So there's like a lot of prestige to it and. Um, he's interviewing different people in Camp 4 to discuss dirtbagging and like, is it still alive? Can you still do it today? What does it mean to them? And um, one of my favorite interviews is with this old guy named Stu, who's <laughs> been doing this for a while. So he's an old school dirtbagger and he's really proud of like the way he's been able to work the system over the years. And then he also has some judgment about the newer, our generation of dirtbags that might <laughs> like, you know, do it in a different way. And so, um, it was cute his point of view and then there's Stu. i'm probably like the king dirtbag but <laughs> you are Stu. yeah Stu, you are yeah i mean a dirtbag is just knowing like kind of how to work it i mean like i used to have the best bivy involving a, a car bag. cover yeah i'll tell him that one yeah what's what's the vehicle 
<laughs> Subaru. Four years I lived in it. But I went to Walmart. And you ever see the rich people in Iwani that cover their cars, like Mercedes and Porsches with those covers? I bought a cover that said Volvo Cross Country for $18 because it fit the Subaru. And I lived under the in the car with the car cover for four years. That's probably good dirt path. They, didn't, they didn't thermal you? They don't have that thing in the park, the heat sensor thing. You know what I mean? It's just... The cops don't have that. What they do is they'll go, all right, Ed, let's tow this one. And that'll get the dirt bag out of the car once they say we're going to tow it. Stu is not actually a member of USR, but allowed passage in camp as a beloved local. Stu is in his 13th seven-month stint in Yosemite and has climbed in the valley for longer. He now recycles propane for the park. When I first approached, Stu declined to let me tape it. But after we chatted for a few minutes, I pulled out my recorder. Stu gave me a look, then a nod, then proceeded to give me his insights into the dirtbag life. I think dirtbag is just so overused. And being a dirtbag used to be an insult, but now you wear it as a Yeah, now, now everyone's like, oh, I want to be a dirtbag. Yeah, you want to be a dirtbag because it's cool. I think, you know, back in the day, a dirtbag, you, you didn't live in Camp 4. You lived in a cave or in a yeah. uh, that that's still I think a criteria is uh does a dirt bag need to be like a road tripping dirt bag is that is that that's fine you know as long as he's not doing it in a brand new sprinter that uh full disclosure here I'm living in a sprinter van well, no I guess if he I don't you know it's kind of hard it's uh <laughs> I think you have to lose your materialism right you know oh yeah for yeah. sure you have to recognize so there's some there's some key things yeah yeah do you guys know what a sprinter van is? No, no. explain that. I didn't know if that was like, yeah, it's, I don't know if it's specific to Mercedes Benz, but they make these vans that are very convenient to like retrofit into like a livable situation where you have like your little platform that you sleep on, you have your climbing gear, you have your little kitchen, your sink, and they're everywhere in Colorado. It's very hip to like have your sprinter van at our climbing gym every morning. I mean, there's like 10 of these just parked at the gym where people just live yeah. out of their van, which, you know, the the contradiction is like they're really expensive. They can be... 50 grand to like you right. know trip it out but then you know housing's expensive too so if you're really living out of it like it's a yeah. pretty good deal yeah that's so funny i'm realizing as i'm hearing the term sprinter that um in my world we had um like a big uh fancy event on sunday for the company i work for and we were going from one location to another and so for all the vip folks we had sprinters they just kept calling <sighs> them sprinters I'm yeah. realizing now it was like these oh like probably ten passenger, eight passenger you vans. Yes. Those vans. Yeah. Uh, like in the, the city as like yeah, either cater, like carting people around or like or they would be like fancy catering vans or some, something like that's they, what we use stuff. our sprinter yeah. vans for. Yeah. Right. Just to show the difference. <laughs> we do know what they are. We're not familiar Colorado. with the idea of like... my catered food around. Well, I yeah. was gonna ask I don't even know if it's a thing in the city. do people are you able to dirtbag in New York City? Is that I an option? I feel like parking is so, and this is what you you guessed yeah. that I think parking is so tricky, and not just like expensive to park, but also no matter where you park, you have to move around. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can't be there for an extended period of time. Yes. So while I imagine that you can sort of like park and live, you can't really do that here. I'd yeah, be curious. Yeah. Yeah, this whole conversation just made me realize that I am the opposite of a dirtbagger. <laughs> Unfortunately, I just could never do it. I never. 
Is there a dirtbag term for non-dirtbaggers? Oh, that's a good <gasps> question. Yeah. I don't know if I want to know. I feel like we like could coin diamond, that right now. Diamond princess or something. <laughs> diamond princess. I love it. <laughs> Ferrari. Yeah. 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 That's oh. so funny. Well, I do feel like I admit I romanticize it. Like I dream of van like, life. Yes. In that, in the cliche way. Like I think it's freeing to yeah. like get rid of all that stuff you're paying That's for true. that you have to clean every week. Yeah. And like, I wouldn't have to work as hard yeah. to like, you know, afford my rent. So that's true. We've talked about this before. The happiest times in my life are when I've had the least. It's totally true. Do you think to that point that this tiny house movement is sort of like the mass market version of dirtbagging? That's a really good point. I think so, yes. Yeah. The goal is to like, yeah, do with like less. Have less stuff, yeah, yes. and be able to purchase these homes which are like maybe $30,000, $40,000 and then you don't have all this debt and you can go and experience things and travel and all that. Well, I think what the irony is, it's funny at our climbing gym, um, you'll overhear people talk about their multiple loans they're taking out for their vans. <laughs> so I think if you were to do it, you still have to like not get sucked up into the materialism of van life. <laughs> you know what I mean? That just can be because you're trying to save money. Exactly. There has to be a lifestyle thing. Yes. But I thought the funniest thing was that there is a hierarchy of dirt bags. Like yeah. you can't like... It, there's a little bit of snobbery. Yes, about it. I think that's a really good <laughs> Which point. Is the best part, like, like living in a cave, you're the pinnacle. That's what yeah. you could maybe achieve, and you, then you can look down on people, but not until right. then. Yeah, that's so interesting. That's the highest form. Oh, and I also my other thought was like. I always think about like what was like life like for our parents. You know, they grew up in the 60s and the yes. 70s and you do feel like just less regulation, less like you could be a little bit more free yeah. without having to worry about like you can only stay in camp for for a designated period of time now or you have to move your car on the street oh, like yeah. every you 3 used days. You to be able to hitchhike. Yes. Right. Now you could get arrested for hitchhiking. Right. Yeah. And I was going to say that like safety stuff. I know that crime is overall down, but we're sort of like uh, we're we're so worried about everything now, which is maybe good. But I do think about like that '60s generation and totally sort of idealize that and think, how fun would it be to be so free and have everyone be so you know, kind of open to new ideas and new yeah. ways of living. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be cool. You could just not have insurance on your old van and yeah. park it, and it'd be fine. Yeah. I think I want to start listening to this a lot because I f I'm never going to be a dirtbagger. Let's be honest. <laughs> is, my mother has a uh, suitcase tag that says, I love not camping. <laughs> I, that's, I agree. That's adorable. But I feel like listening to this would be good for me just to hear that other side and realize like I could maybe be a little more like bring yeah. out the dirtbagger side of me like yes. a little bit more. You know what I mean? like just because everyone could use it yeah i think i that's what i really liked about this podcast and why i want to listen to it and find your own version of dirt bag exactly. it might be yeah. i was saying like you could check out the dumpster behind the really fancy grocery store next to you exactly. totally that well, could be your version. version and to that your point version. i think in the city it's like um dirt bagging so my good friend virginia um works for, w works with this organization called rescuing cuisine um because there are so many restaurants and so many grocery yeah. stores and so many food producers here in the city that stuff gets thrown out we know how this goes like like a catering company can't use something after an event you you there are like laws against it so what that organization does is partners with restaurants and and stuff like that and they take all that food waste and take them to shelters or to organizations who could use it and need it um which is awesome that is really cool yeah. yes yeah, yeah. Um, and that feels like sort of a group 
like a collective community dirtbagging. <laughs> I know I'm not yeah. really using the word right. No, um, but I feel like there could be an episode on this podcast because it's the whole idea yeah. of lifestyle. Yeah, of like community. They like, are accepting less. submissions <gasps> for this month. I can send you the website. Oh my God, yeah, yeah. Totally you could write that. in. That's That'd what my awesome. goal is to get a, you have to write an essay yeah. for this You should podcast. tell your friend too because maybe it would get a shout out. That's a great idea. Oh, the yeah. organization could definitely do a shout out. Yes. I'm Okay, this is such a good idea. I'm going to send her to this yeah. podcast. And yes. Dr. Jenny, you could just make something up <laughs> <laughs> well you not that you said it on air i can't but it's true we'll edit true. that out yes <laughs> right, Kara, right thanks um this was such a good clip this was Aww, thanks guys no, you're officially hired honestly we've i don't think we've ever had someone come prepared and like just completely nail it and like no offense cookie but like <laughs> i mean what you did was exactly what we do and exactly what we hope for and but you surprised us and this was so awesome so oh, thank you well i love podcast i'm glad Yay! i could contribute you're you're the greatest you're an honorary podcast podcaster you're welcome anytime <laughs> um let's jump into our segment starting with jingle dangle <laughs> this is the segment where we play something musical something you can Tap your toots too. <laughs> Can I say this is my favorite segment? It is. <gasps> Can I tell you my favorite jingle jingle? Yes. Um, oh man. Um, it was <laughs> it was Tignataro and you dropped oh. you were doing ru- Russian getups. Kettlebells. What, what were you doing? Turkish, Turkish, Turkish getups. Get I had just learned them and I was also at the gym while this came on. This and is crazy. I was doing something with free weights and I put them down. I was conv- <laughs> it was like a good ab workout That's is what happened. So funny. Sometimes things just come together. And you know what? It's going to come together again. Because Ugh. this next clip, I, it's, it's kind of cheating. It's not a real musical segment. But <laughs> I was doing the ski machine at my gym and I had to stop. Because <laughs> I'm, it, it's so funny. Okay, so this is from Dr. Game Show. Have you heard of this podcast? No. <gasps> okay. I feel like oh, I'd love it just based is, on the name I, alone. I have been building it up for so long. And yeah. I made DJ Jaywoo listen to it the other night in bed. And I was like, my face was hurting because I was in bed, like <laughs> face hurting, like smiling. smiling so big. And he didn't laugh a once. And I was like, I think I, I built this really up sorry. too much. Sure. Well, I don't think anyone thinks it's the same thing as the Tignataro thing. Like I was, I've listened to it like ten times and lo- died. I had just laughing out loud at work, like whatever. <laughs> but Doctor Game Show is the host is Joe Firestone, who's she's a New York City comedian who we have seen. All over the place. Um, I'm a huge fan of hers, and I've just been watching her get bigger. Can I and get bigger. Old, yeah. And um, in in this podcast, she and her friend Manolo play listener created games with their comedian friends and listener Collins. <laughs> and um, oh, Joe was also on uh, Don't Think Twice, the movie that about oh, yeah, yeah, she was in that movie. Oh wait, who was she? Um, she was like she was a like side the character. one with the curly hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I totally yeah, yeah. know who that is. She's really funny. And um, she's also hosted this game show at Littlefield. And then um, the ho- the guests on this episode are Chris Gethard, who is host of the Chris Gethard Show, also and another and Don't Think Twice. And he has another podcast called like uh, Anonymous Beautiful or something like that. Yeah. But um, I've never listened to it, but now I want to. And then Anna Dresden is also on this episode, and she's a writer for SNL. And I have been so excited about this podcast. I've been shitting my pants for weeks. I mean, I I I've, I only listened to the first one like four times in a row because I was afraid to move on to the second one because I was like, get all the enjoyment out of this one and then you may move on. Like it's it's so funny. The games are hysterical, um, but I don't think anyone else could do this other than Joe Firestone. Like she, it's her, it's her. Um, so this uh, podcast clip. Um, they, she is. They're gonna play a game called Manolo's Rhyming Ring. That's the game 
the name of the game for the first game. And uh, Joe has asked Manolo to write a theme song for Manolo's rhyming ring. The, the point mind. of this is that we play the games. So we have to play the games. <laughs> people call in. People call in. Okay. <laughs> people call in. And at the end, we're going to choose a game that wins. Okay. Okay, great. Okay, so Manolo, let's play this game. Okay, Mr. they're going to Cunningham. Okay, all right, Manolo. So the, the name of this <laughs> game <in> the diner. <laughs> is uh, Manolo's rhyming ring. Okay, so Manolo's going to give it a theme song. Feel free to join in if you detect right. any kind of melody. Also, Alex provided me with a harmonica oh, good. for this episode. Great. From uh, for children. Try it. I'll try. It. I'll try it with the with the theme song. Okay. <laughs> What was the name? Uh, Manolo's oh. rhyming ring. Hey, <laughs> welcome to my rhyming ring. <laughs> this is my rhyming ring. This is like the song in a Stephen King movie before someone gets killed. <laughs> you can't say "Welcome to my what? rhyming ring" and make that sound afterwards. Why don't you enter my... No, 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 no. No, no. <laughs> enter my what, though? Enter my what, though? Uh, Fox Den. No. What? No. The... <laughs> what are you talking about? You could have said rhyming ring, but you said Fox Den. Oh, right. I thought this was Manolo's Fox Den. Manolo, that you're out right. of control. You're out of control. Okay. You have to get better at these theme songs by the time this episode's done. Oh, my God. And I love it because um, Joe's role on the show is kind of like everyone's being silly and ridiculous. And she's kind of like trying to tone it's it down in like a jokey way. She's like, it's a family show. Like, it's... <laughs> But um, I also want to really quick play another musical quickie that was on the show. Um it is mentioned that Anna has a dog and uh, Joe asks Anna to tell her about her dog. She had a lot of puppies in the woods. Yes, she had a lot of puppies in the woods. She gave birth in the woods and she took care of those baby dogs, which are called puppies in the woods. Anna, that was really good. Thank you. Oh, thanks so much. That I didn't know that was going to be a song. And I, that was really good. I figure it's easier just to sing it. Okay. Um, I'm just hoping that there's a lot more musical segments on this podcast. That's so funny. I just like how that beginning like song with Manolo like is the sound you would get from any toddler if you gave them <laughs> a harmonica. You know what I mean? They're like... <laughs> I also like... like she, Joe is so funny. She casually slipped in. I don't know if anyone notices. She's like, feel free to join in if you detect any kind of melody. That's a really funny thing. that just kind of like slid by. And that I, is funny. Um, anyway... Uh, enjoy. There's more. There's more. I loved it. <laughs> the only episode I've listened to so far, and oh. I've been listening to it for weeks. <laughs> I'm serious. Oh, that same episode. The same episode. It's that's so funny. Hysterical. Oh my gosh. You're I obsessed. I, it's like I can't handle more. I just need to like. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Okay, but I think I'm ready for episode two. <clears throat> Ask me next time. Just be sure, you know, don't like right. jump into that no, no, no. and and not be ready. Okay. I like Thanks. how Anna said. I just thought it would be better to sing about it. I feel like that's probably, <laughs> you guys could do that. You could just That was the best sing, way. Yeah. If she had talked about her dog, I would not have understood. That's I mean, true. It is better to sing. How big were the nipples? <laughs> why? Why? Where are they? In the woods. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, my stars. Um, all right, let's jump into no comment, which is our segment where we play a clip that needs no editorializing. You don't have to tell me twice. I know. I need to tell me twice. Yep. Um, it's interesting because it's a little bit of a similar theme to your earlier clip, Lauren, from The Guilty Feminist. Because, um, so the, the podcast is called... Um, why oh why um and it is a a podcast from panoply which is all about like dating relationships love and sex um and it was actually a submission oh my you get all the fan mail i know we we have really great fans and um every once in a while they give a submission so this one who is from our loyal listener and my sister-in-law suzanne makes me feel um, so famous i know she recommended that we listen to this one hi uh so she recommended this episode called uh, Episode 10, Separation of Church and State, which features three a panel of three Christian ministers who are all discussing what it's like to date in their profession. Super interesting, right? Um, so the whole episode is really fascinating because one of the ministers is a queer woman, so um, you should definitely listen to the whole thing. It's not. It's kind of not what you'd expect at first hearing the, the premise of it. We should maybe call the podcast, you should definitely listen to the whole thing. Don't you That's think? such a good idea instead of podcast podcast. Or maybe if we like rewrite our intro. Yeah. Work on it. That's good. We'll have to have someone else work on it because we're lazy. But That's ask true. Suzanne to I'll do it. I'll ask Suzanne. Okay. <laughs> um, in this clip, uh, it features the three guests, Amy Norton, Kara Rockhill, and Nick Chirazi. They're discussing dating deal breakers in our current political climate. Here it is. For me, I'm thinking a lot about Donald Trump right now. Mm. And I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about, could I date someone who didn't vote in this election or who felt very apolitical right now? Mm. And I just feel like I can only date someone who's done the similar work of thinking this through. So yes, when mm-hmm. I think about religious baggage, I'm thinking about you guys encountering someone who hasn't put the same level of en- thought and engagement into their religious life or faith. Is there a parallel? Yeah, there's definitely a parallel. For me, I actually, before the election, was uh, talking with someone. We were exchanging text messages, and she said that she actually liked Donald Trump. And I was like, oh, we're done now. (gasps) I was like, I can't. And, you know, no offense to Republicans. I'm sure that there are some decent ones out there. But at this point, for me, as a gay woman living in this world and in this life, dating someone who would actively encourage and accept the type of language and behavior that Donald Trump exhibited and has made okay Mm. in this country is not something that I could stand for. I always try and, I mean, I'm horrible at it, but I always try and temper it with a certain level of compassion and understanding. I think one of the things that I'm drawn to most in faith, at least the Christian faith, is that Christ kind of keeps showing up with these unlikely characters as friends. And the religious folk at the time are pretty upset about that. So I always want to understand, like, who would be whether it's politically or religiously or, or anything, who would be those people for me? Who would be those people that are the other, are the, yeah, no thanks. Um, don't want to spend any matter of time with you. But yeah, I mean, in a dating scenario, it's, I mean, you want to be with someone you like. You want to be with someone that you agree with. You want to be with someone that makes life easier and more enjoyable and more beautiful. Thanks again to Suzanne for the submission. Good job, Eric. Thanks, I tried really hard. He's, he wants to say something. We can talk later. He's nodding. Oh, <laughs> round of applause. Oh, my God. It only took like 40 episodes. It's true. Oh, my God. I'm so proud We'll of see you. how long it lasts. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Before I say anything else, let's jump to segment segment. Let's do it. The segment where we talk about non-podcast related things. Because we have other interests. You don't know us. <laughs> they know a lot about us. We share everything. That's true. We're we're open books. Um, Jenny, since you're our guest, do you want to do you want to open up our segment Gosh. segment? Okay, I can do that. I have yes. multiple. I need to choose real quick. I oh. know. I just have to once again laud you for how much you get our podcast. <laughs> just looking at your list of potential options in our show notes I mean, <laughs> makes me so happy. Wait, wait. I just want to say, like, Eric and I have done like forty of these. Like, Jenny can do more than one. That's so true. Well, I can just keep submitting. This is fine. Okay. You'll, well, re- you, you'll regret these words. Yeah. You, <laughs> <laughs> I can make you regret this. Um, okay. Well, then. So give us as many segments. segments well, as you that's fair. I can choose just one. I think I'm going to choose. Have you guys heard of Britt Marling? No. I think Wait. I haven't talked about her enough. I do know that name. Remind yes. me. Can I guess? Please. This is fun. Is she a soccer player? Oh, no. Good guess, though. Oh, I had a right phase now. where I was obsessed. <laughs> you might know. She, she makes movies. Yeah. She has an interesting story. She um, was like the valedictorian at Georgetown. I think she's our age, which is also nice. Uh, Relatable. And she was going into like um, finance and she had a great internship at like Goldman Sachs. And she was like working like crazy. Um, And then I think realized that it wasn't making her happy. Yeah. And she had always made like movies with some friends in Georgetown and then I guess during like a really hectic week in her internship her friends were like we gotta make this like submission for this film and they like convinced her to like kind of like stay up for two two days straight and make this movie and I think in that moment she describes herself as realizing like oh if I'm gonna be a workaholic I might as well be a workaholic about something that I'm passionate about and so she you know 180 um changed and so now they've released their own movies instead of going through like you know proper channels per se they might make her a different person they're like no we're just gonna like release these on youtube and she makes amazing kind of like science fictiony movies that are um another earth maybe you've heard of that one i should google her anyways i love all of her movies and then when i realized the person behind it, I like love them even more. So she's just super inspirational and I like can't stop talking yeah, about I'm, her. I'm Googling her now and yeah. I'm a feminist, but she is a sexy babe and her <laughs> eyes are piercing. So. Are you conflicted about that comment then? Is that? Oh no. I just Are you mean, a feminist but? Is that a but? Yeah, You're no, objectifying her? I'm, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, no, she's gorgeous. Also, I, I like it how you're like, yeah, she's our age and your, your comment is like, so it's relatable and my comment is like, unfair. So my age is like, I feel, she got much she's done. I feel worthless. I feel she's already I feel like two cents. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah, um, boxers and ballerinas. I feel like I've heard of that. And yeah, that's, that sounds familiar. Anyway, I Google her because she's gorgeous. Yeah, please Google her. And then check out her movies. They're available yeah. on like, YouTube. Also, it looks like she has you know a thing or two going for her. So. <laughs> yeah. I actually think her name sounds familiar because I listened to a podcast with her. Yeah. I think on maybe You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. I could be wrong, but I'm I'm gonna look her up for sure because that's exciting. No, here's why I know her. I just looked it up. The OA. Oh, the OA on yes, Netflix. Yes, which we of course. were obsessed no with. So, so she glad. was one of the creators of and the she OA. Writes. She writes. They create and she talks. Oh, this is why I wanted to mention it too. She like has her tribe, right? And you uh, guys are a tribe, right? Look at you're creating together. It's kind of the same sentiment. Like you find so these nice. people and inspire you. Yeah, uh, I oh, think yeah. I have and a she's new gorgeous. hero. <laughs> look at her outfit. Have you have she's you watched just carrying a plant around? Like, <laughs> 
that's nothing. <laughs> just like in I'm going to start doing that. Oh, my God. Have you seen the OA yet? Yeah. I don't like TV. Yeah, sure. It's on Netflix. Is it on it's Bravo? It's not Bravo. Okay. Did you, did you watch the OA? I did. Yes. I loved it. I loved it, too. I loved so it glad. so much. Yes. That's how. That's definitely how I know her name. But now I'm excited okay. to go and, and check, check out, out her other projects. All of her projects. other things. Yeah. Whoops, I, I accidentally just pinned her to the little brown Pinterest board. Whoops, <laughs> I'm leaving it. Everyone needs to see this. You know what? Worth it. <laughs> thanks for that segment segment. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, check her out. Oh, man. Um, yeah, thank you. After this, though, I want to hear more about these like six other things that you put <laughs> as potential yeah. uh, segments. You can make but a I comment think, and I'll tell you about the other six things. But yeah. I feel like you picked a really good one because I kind of like already am on board with the other ones. And like this yes. was like a new exploration for me. Really so. good point. Yeah. Lauren, what's your segment segment? Notice anything different about me, guys? <gasps> your uh, bodacious long hair oh. is down. Oh, your 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 peepers. Teeth are so white. Yes. Oh. oh, they're I beautiful. I got fake eyelashes and I am so into them. <laughs> they look so natural. I didn't even notice. <gasps> oh my God. Okay. They're beautiful. I felt really silly getting them and I was like, this is going to be a one-time thing. They're kind of expensive. Are they like you went to a salon and they like Extended. installed them? Yes. Yeah. Installed. <laughs> they, it was an installation process. Okay. Yeah. No, let me explain the process because I did it near my work. So in the middle of the day, my mom was in town. I was like, we're going to do this fun thing in the middle of the day. Um, you go into a room, you lie down on your back, you have to close your eyes because they're putting, they, you need your eyes to be closed. I got to take a nap in the middle of the day. I fell asleep and I woke up and I had eye, beautiful eyelashes. And I said to them, I was like, I would, I got to take a nap in the middle of the day. I would pay $500 to go somewhere and take a nap in the middle of the day. Yeah. Let even alone without get the these eyelashes. amazing eyelashes. Oh my and gosh. I just like, I used to be a heavy makeup person, like heavy eyes, tons of time with like. I wouldn't call it heavy. I would say you would, you were a bold makeup crazy, person. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. I have been wearing less makeup and this is maybe just a phase, but like I've really been enjoying it. It doesn't take me any time. It's more natural. I, I, cause my eyes, I just like how they look at all times. So yeah. I spend no time. They always look good. I'm, they're making me really, really, really happy right now. And I've kind of decided they're kind of expensive, but I've decided that like it's something I'm going to continue to do for myself because it makes me really, really happy and found a cheaper place to get them done. And I'm hoping to take naps like once a month <laughs> in the middle of the <laughs> Oh I my God. I'm sold. Yeah. Oh, I mean, why are we not all doing that? this? Yeah. yeah. And my mom and Cookie is now on board as well. <gasps> yeah. Does mom, do they come in cat sizes? Oh my gosh, I haven't. That would oh. be. <laughs> Someone would look a good quite idea. handsome. Wait, you could. Offer I could do that some installations. Well, Spay you, neuter installs. Maybe this lashes. will be at your conference tomorrow. Let us know. Is this, this will be like a booth? Like how I'll do create we, it at my own booth? Yeah. We could sell it as like a, a confidence booster after like post surgery. Oh yeah. So you lost your balls, but oh you've got God. these eyelashes. What a babe. <laughs> also, I like the idea of Dr. Jenny going to the conference and like setting up her own booth and then being like, "Wait, were you registered?" And you're like, "Just don't worry about it." Like. Worry about it. I'm down. a dirtbag booth. Like what? No, we don't register. <laughs> That's uh, so funny. Love it. Oh man. All right, my segment segment is um, it it just it just went away in the time that I need needed the most by show nuts. Oh, thanks. Um, so uh, this is going out like not today, but yesterday was election day, um, which was exciting, and uh, Virginia elected its first openly transgender state lawmaker into the House of Delegates yesterday, which is. Awesome. Such a fun win, especially because the person she defeated was Bob Marshall, who was the Republican who created the anti-trans bathroom bill that sought to um, attack trans children in their schools, which feels like what and why and how. So 
That victory made me so happy last night after work. Same, I went home and checked. As a former Virginian, yes. I was very invested and I was so proud of my former state. Because you know these Ugh. players. Oh, yeah. Didn't it just feel like this like ounce of hope in this yes. trying time? It did. Ugh. It really did. So good. So, you know, fuck that guy, Bob Marshall. <laughs> And <laughs> hooray for this bit of progress. Yes. Yay. Yes. Some good news. I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. It was like a good night for Democrats. Um, we took six spots. In, and the governor ship and in Jersey too. Yes. New mm-hmm. Jersey as well. So good day. Big deals. Yes. Yay. DJ J. Wu, do you have good a second segment? Mine, I'll keep it simple. Um, it's getting cold out. <laughs> and so really nice socks. That's what's up. Get out. With good patterns, you know. Do you want to talk about what Dr. Jenny brought you as a gift? Dr. Jenny brought me some amazing socks from Colorado (laughs) with the Colorado, uh, I guess the state flag. I guess, yeah, technically it's a state flag. Are you two in cahoots? Did you know that that was going to be his segment segment and that's why you brought the socks? No, no. Jenny is really like, yeah, the whole, this whole thing is just, just natural. Yes. (laughs) Well, I'm not leaving. Also, I think <laughs> you have the same socks as Jaywoo right now, right? Yeah, the like ones it's a he's lot wearing. Of, yeah. I, or you're not wearing them anymore, but I, I own them. Also, we now know what your uh, ideal Christmas stocking would be. Just a bunch of socks. Bunch of socks. No socks more. And socks. No. Socks and a sock. <laughs> socks and a sock. But let's not forget who washes the socks. And sometimes I'm like, how That's did true. he wear 45 socks this week? <laughs> Multiple socks changes in one no, day. We've talked about this before, and... I mean, I it's the most stressful point of my week because I'm so terrified when I do this laundry that I'm going to lose. A sock. Oh, it's yes. so stressful. And then I get, I like run down there, I take them out of the dryer and I like <laughs> put them all out in a line and I try to match them up and it's such a relief. I've never lost one. But like, I'm, that's really every, impressive. True, and they, when story. I tell people this story, they're like, Justin is so nice. He's not going to get mad at you if you lose a sock. And I'm like, also he true. might hit me. Uh, what if it's the one time? <laughs> I've never seen him that mad. I don't know why I'm so scared that I'm going to lose this. Those are my gym socks too, by the oh, way. God. Which I do. Yeah. They get gross. Yeah. So I'm, pretty, I'm just gross. I don't know. You never get gross. I love no. you. Well, this has been another episode of Socks on Socks. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Listen to the whole episode of everything we just said. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And thanks, Kara. Thanks, Kara, for, for editing. Yeah. yeah. And thanks, Jenny, for being thanks. like an amazing guest such a good guest well thanks for hosting guys you're the best shout out to Kara hi Kara Kara. (laughs) we've had some really really good guests does Kara know this is happening she doesn't this is gonna gonna be a fun surprise don't tell her she'll she'll shit her pants I'll just say have fun editing this one we have a very special guest and I feel like we have to thank Patty for bringing Jenny into our lives Patty's the reason for all this she's the reason for the season (laughs) she's the Mm -hmm. reason for this Mary Patty miss (laughs) everybody she would say that too we voted for Patty have a great day Patty (laughs) love you guys Bye. bye